0: Vibrant Visionaries. This is Heidi Bennett. And today's episode is my final interview from Fantastic Fest. And I'm speaking with one of the directors of United States of Insanity. This is the Insane Clown Posse documentary. And I'll tell you, it was one of three music related documentaries that I saw and was absolutely my favorite. It was a rollicking adventure. It was really fun and good-hearted, and (laughs) I gotta admit, I definitely had my own preconceived notions of what Insane Clown Posse and the Juggalos are, and I have a whole new appreciation for the band and the fans, and this film just is absolutely so entertaining and The music is great. Stay tuned till uh, the end of this interview with Tom Putnam where I talk a little bit about the other films and also make sure to check out this movie. It debuts on Tuesday, October 26th and I have a link in my show notes where you can see the trailer and get tickets to see this film. Check out the movie and enjoy this interview with Tom Putnam. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Tom. So great to have you here. Thanks for having me. I just saw your film and I am absolutely in love with it. Like I just watched it this morning. It uh. was so fun. It was so riveting, like minute to minute. I actually was gonna be putting my makeup on at the same time. And I could bear like I had to pause to put my makeup on because I was like, I do not want to miss <laughs> any visuals from this definitely and i cannot wait to to re-watch it and re-listen to it it's so great
1: awesome thank you yeah you finished it and i feel like people are in like sugar shock or something it's 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 a lot <laughs> to take in
0: and it was actually really sweet too so that kind of sugar was in there as well like i i was curious with you i know this is a seven year probably seven year plus project for you How did your perception of the Insane Clown Posse and or the Juggalos evolve or change over the course of the seven years?
1: This movie started out seven years ago. Brenna Sanchez, who I directed the film with, was from Detroit. And we had made a movie called Burn about the Detroit Fire Department Mm -hmm. that was such a crazy experience and such a crazy experience not just to make but to release. We were like, well how are you going to follow that up with something that's just as much fun and exciting for us? And then Brenna read an interview with the guys from the band and being from Detroit, she of course knew all about them. I knew a little bit about them and we called them up, you know, said, we think there might be a documentary here. And they said, Oh, you don't even know tomorrow we're having a press conference to announce that we're suing the FBI. So we like scrambled the crew together. And that's the scene that opens the movie. That was literally the first thing we shot. And then sat down and interviewed the guys and it was not at all what I expected. On the one hand, it's like an amazing American success story about two guys that didn't even graduate high school that by just sheer passion and force of will and hard work built this pretty amazing thing that has a million fans that like live in it every day. And it's, you know, I can't think of a lot of things. There's star Wars, Disney, Harry Potter. There's not a whole lot of, Things in the world like that, that it such a huge group of people have found to be a positive thing in their lives and that they just live their lives by. But then it's also what I didn't realize when we started it is it kind of turned into a horror movie because you have some person in an office somewhere with no hearing, no criteria, no real reason that added the band and their entire fan base, a million people to the FBI's gang threat assessment. So now they're gang members. And if you're walking down the street and you just have a concert t-shirt on, it's a probable cause. A police officer can pull over, photograph you, put you in the gang database. Now you could be kicked out of the military. You can't join the military. You can lose custody of your kids, which is something that has happened. You can be fired. You can't get a student loan. You can't get government assistance. and. To see that that can happen for no other reason than people being fans of a band, that's a really slippery slope. Because if that can happen to fans of this band, it can happen to fans of other bands. It can happen to horror movie fans. It can happen to, I mean, there are gangs that use Dodgers paraphernalia to identify themselves. Why, what's to prevent Dodgers fans from being labeled a gang? That was really scary for me And the thing that we realized making the movie that I think people are taking away from the movie now that they're seeing it is that this isn't a story about something happening to other people. This is a story about something that could happen to any of us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually used to work for a civil rights attorney in Sacramento. Oh, wow. Who was also a. Uh, Well, he ran several punk venues, and so he was a very, very entrenched in the subculture and obviously, you know, helping people get heard. And yeah, it really resonated with experiences I've had. And the making of the film, I also just enjoyed film clips you used from, you know, previous films and the music and and just the way it was shot and all put together. It's going to be debuting in theaters October 26th. How do you feel like the film came together? Did it tell the story you wanted to tell?
1: I mean, above and beyond the fact that I'm proud to be the only film that probably has clips from E.T. and Driller Killer. (laughs) I'm really excited about it. It's been great to see the reaction people are having. You know, we're premiering at Fantastic Fest in a couple of days that that screening sold out in something like three minutes. But then on October 26th, the movie's playing in more than 600 theaters if you want to see the trailer. And see where it's playing near you, you can go to icpmovie.com. And it's been great to see how much fun people have watching the movie, because it's a really good time, how much they learn, not just about jugglos, but about maybe their preconceptions and how they treat people and how much power our government can have when left unchecked. So I am happy it was worth the seven years and the 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 million times I got soaked with fago and <laughs> ye- yelled at by law enforcement et cetera et cetera.
0: Well, you did a wonderful job, and anybody that's listening, I highly recommend going and checking out the trailer, but just getting a ticket and going and seeing it um at a theater near you because you know you wanna see it on the big screen I mean the film is really well shot, but also like For their um, shows within the film, you know, seeing the band live, the production value of their stage shows was surprisingly super high, super cool. I definitely learned so much about how great they are to their fans, but also just what fantastic entertainers they are. So and I thought the music was super poppy and much more accessible as a listener, you know, bopping along than I was ever the yeah, a musician, too. So but I could I could see when they were sharing their influences and stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah, I see the Michael Jackson. I see, you know, the Blues Brothers film and all that. I can totally see it in, in their production.
1: It's so funny. People are starting to see the movie now and they're like, Oh, my God, I think I might be a juggalo. (laughs) You know, as if you don't get enough music from the movie, when we do the Fathom event screening after the movie, we're going to have a special uh, concert with the band. So, oh, wow, you definitely can get you'll get you'll get you'll get your fill. It's going to be a good time.
0: Awesome. Well, cool. Let's wrap it up so we can keep you on time and on task today. Thank you, Tom, so much for being on Vibrant Visionaries. I love the film and I can't wait to share it with my listeners.
1: Thanks, Heidi. Appreciate it.
0: All right. Cheers. Well, that wraps it up for all the interviews for Fantastic Fest. And I just wanted to let you know that my next interview will be YouTube only. Now, this is an audio podcast that's now added YouTube. And I even call this a podcast episode on the YouTube. But it is an interview in person at Black Star Pirate Barbecue here in the East Bay of California. It was so Visually arresting. It's shot and edited by David Smith, who edits this podcast usually, and it's just wonderful. So make sure to check out the show notes for a link to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to YouTube because the next interview will be YouTube only. Okay, so the insane clown posse film, the Juggalos film, you gotta see it. United States of Insanity, it's so great. The other two docs that I saw, I was thinking about what it is about them. They fell a little short for me. Now I think anybody interested in these bands are gonna see these docs anyways, I'm just going to go with my gut reaction and how I felt while watching it. So, I watched for Fantastic Fest the Guar documentary, and I've seen Guar in person, and of course, they put on an amazing show. And this is Guar was really entertaining and super creative like it had a lot of the creativity that you would expect from anybody that would want to work with this group but it was also kind of sad because well there's been some hardship and um disgruntledness and fighting and and some deaths and some other tragedies so uh, and I'm also not a huge fan of Guar's music like their music has evolved and changed over the years but since I'm not a big, big fan of their music. I really appreciate all the creativity and how they've, you know, the costuming obviously and all the um, other stuff they do with set design that was so innovative and is creative and amazing and the comic books and all the other things. Like I said, if you're a Guar fan, you're gonna love this because you love Guar. It just didn't super connect to me. Uh, The other one was about the KLF and this film was called Who Killed the KLF? And I'll tell you right now, the KLF killed themselves. (laughs) Not literally, but I felt like, especially compared to the Insane Clown Posse film and the Guar film, KLF always kept their audience at a distance, and they're kind of mean-spirited pranksters. Um, They figured out a formula to make pop music, and they excelled at making hit after hit after hit even though they were incredible performers and had incredible stage show and all these things that I can really connect to as a, as a fellow musician and, and band leader, they also always kept the audience at arm's length and always didn't care about the audience, didn't care about the fans. And I felt like this doc didn't pull back the veil. Yes, you learn more about them, but you also feel like they could give a fuck about you. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know if it was my sound system at home, but I had a real hard time with hearing all the dialogue and everything. So it also just sort of made it a frustrating experience watching it. So out of all of these three music-related documentaries that I saw for Fantastic Fest, The United States of Insanity is by far my favorite I thought the film itself was incredibly entertaining. I thought that the subject matter was absolutely riveting. Um, I thought the band and the way that they treated their fans. And as someone who's a fan of checking out how people like connect with their audience and, you know, even market themselves, I think these guys are. Absolutely genius in the way they've, you know, built a very rabid fan base. I really appreciated it, and their music musicianship is very, very good. <laughs> so yeah, didn't know that's how I was gonna end uh, my Fantastic Fest coverage this year, talking about the Juggalos and insane clown posse. But there it is. Let's see, I have one more video conversation, like I mentioned, that'll be on YouTube only. And then I have one more podcast in November, and then that will be it for season three of Vibrant Visionaries. Stay connected with me and fellow Vibrant Visionaries over on Patreon. All links are at VibrantVisionaries.com. And I'll see you next time. Ciao for now!